Welcome back for another episode of The Main State of Mind. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. This episode, we welcomed Josh Moulton from Queen City Cinema Club for another version of Movie Night. This time around, we talked our top 10 favorite comedies. Some crossovers, some not. Some out-of-the-box thinking, some historically classics. But this is a comedy episode. So we laughed. We enjoyed each other's company. We talked about comedy movies. Put our top 10 lists out for everybody to hear. Um, I really enjoyed talking to Josh and having this episode. I really enjoyed these movie night episodes because they're all about movies. So you can visit Josh at Queen City Cinema Club on Main Street in Bangor if you live in the greater Bangor area. Uh, he's open Wednesday through Sunday. You can find all that information out on his website, queencitycinemaclub.com, or find him on Facebook or Instagram. While you're on the internet, if you give us a little bit of a like or a follow, or share us, uh, that'd be great. Um, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. You can also watch this video on YouTube. We appreciate every little piece you guys all can do. This is episode 42 with Josh Bolton from Queen City Cinema Club talking movies, our top 10 favorite comedy movies uh, on movie night. Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy. What's up, Josh? How you doing, man? What's man? Good. How about you? Saying, trying to stay busy, trying to stay safe. You know, probably the same yeah. thing you're doing. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, don't don't need to try too much to stay busy. I didn't stop last week. I, I had a week. We, I uh, think we're all having weeks. I think we have a stuff yeah. like it's like one of those things that like I was talking to Abe about it. OBC. We have some stuff that we're 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 working on, and it's like thinking back on it. Why couldn't this crap happen in the middle of like when we're doing nothing? We're right. open to the public and all that stuff. Right. Now we're gearing towards dates, trying to figure out when we're going to open again. And now we're dealing with some other stuff. And it's just like, right. why couldn't all this crap happen when we had things time to do it? Now we have no yep. time to do it. And now right. we're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went, I went down and picked up a new pinball machine for the arcade. I got a uh, Terminator three rise of the machines. It is awesome. Um, but our uh, truck got stuck in his driveway for like two hours. Oh, because it was uh, it was warmer out because of muddy or snow. No, well, it's just icy and the, uh. the tires were bald, and so that started my week. We lost we lost a grill, we lost a freezer, you know, and you know I fell on the ice for the first time all winter. It's just it was one thing right after another. It's but, a random time yeah. to fall on the ice. Yeah, the other night, you know, black cat ran across my path, so I think my luck might be changing for the better. It, it, but you know what? It, I mean, if you're busy, you told me before we started recording, you're getting phone calls for reservations. That's good. So hopefully yeah. people uh, buying food and, and playing that uh, pinball machine will help pay Absolutely. for the loss of a, of a grill and a, and a freezer. Right. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, that's the thing is the, the food, man. Tiffany is just killing it with the food. We got mm -hmm. a mac and cheese waffle right now covered in cheese sauce and bacon. It is decadent and just unreal. And uh, we also put a pickle and cheese dip, which I don't know if I've ever really seen a pickle dip before. I don't think so either. But when I saw it, it made me want to try it. So like, it's one of those it things, is. weird things. It's like, it used to be that I looked at, uh, you know, Queen City Cinema Club's Instagram, Facebook page for like, oh, what beers do you have on? Or right. what specials are you running for your your, your theaters? Or when you, yeah. you know, what's your hours and stuff like that. Now I'm like looking at like, what's the next thing they're going to come out of that kitchen with? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's and now you're up for top pizza place in Bangor, right? <laughs> 
you yeah, see that we're, we're in the tournament, so yeah make sure you go and vote i mean it's not like really what we concentrate on or do but i've had plenty of people be like you got the best cheese pizza in bangor you know what i mean so if you liked it you know or you just like want to get us some exposure which is really what it's about you know um go ahead and vote i think it's i voted bangor daily news yeah cool bye uh, yeah, so uh, they have pizza. You guys have pizzas. Everything's great. I mean, we we've bought food and ate there. We've bought food and taken it home. Uh, we're trying to figure out, you know, with uh, Taylor, a little bit round now in the front. It's yeah. a little more difficult to do things, but uh, we're going right. to try to get out and do something soon. Um, but we yeah. might have to book, just like Jay Cocker. I went and got my new tattoo. I don't know if you can see it on here. Yep. Oh, yeah, on, saw- uh, on Thursday, just like him, though, I'm going to have to book for you guys like six months in advance. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, a bunch of, I mean, good friends of mine for the most part, but a bunch of people coming in to watch like Mortal Kombat. We'll start streaming on HBO Max. So I got theaters booked for that, but that's like a ways off. And then, I don't know, Justice League or something. There was something else that had a date and like, I'm like, wow, we're booking into like May. It's like, I went and saw Jay and I was like, so I, I, when I set my appointment for Thursday, I also like a week later was like, Hey, can I just book an appointment for May as well? Um, because <laughs> I just know you're going to book up and I just want to get in yeah. there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. He put me down on the schedule and stuff like that. So like when I went in for my appointment on, on Thursday, I was like, can I, I'm thinking like, Hey, have you opened your books up yet? He goes, yeah, I'm booked until October. I'm like, damn right. man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like- Sam, uh, Sam Wood, uh, same shop forecastle. That's the guy I go to. I think we were like six months between appointments right now. Yeah. And then uh, I also actually booked with Chad Chase out of Venom in Sanford. I'm going to do a ghost tattoo. And uh, I had to like write a whole application and everything like that. And that's in like October. And that's like, yeah. So I was just talking, Jay's like talking to me. He's like getting to the point where like my barber, my barber stopped taking new clients because he's just like, he has so many clients and he'd like to be like the people who have been in with him a long time. Plus Jay, talented tattoo artist, but also wants to tattoo things that he wants to tattoo. Same with Sam and some right. of these other people. Right. So they have the ability now. He's like kind of like one of those things where he's like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of booked right now. And then right. he holds a couple appointments here and there open so that he right. can get the people in that he wants to actually tattoo. Right. Yeah. Um, no offense to anybody else, but he also wants to sure. talk to people he wants to talk to. <laughs> so yeah, if you're yeah, tattooing yeah. someone, yeah. it takes three or four hours. You want to have a good conversation for three or four hours, not with someone yeah. who won't speak or right. is about to pass out or in like yep. that. So Jay's like, Absolutely. I wish I could just tattoo like me and he named a couple of our friends off uh, right. and just do tattoo you guys all the time. And I'm like, well, if you did that, I wouldn't have any money, dude. So like, right. yeah, you'd have all real. my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they should be able, you know, just like anybody, that's the goal in your business is to be able to be doing what you want to do and do what you do best. And, you know, associate with people that you want to associate with. Like all we're looking for is like freedom. So you know, I mean, like you and I and Jay and Sam, you know, we all have really good situations. I think it's like a, you know, something for people to work towards to, you know, but it's, work it's like to. for you too. I can picture you being like, okay, I'm booked all the time. And now yeah. you have to almost apply for someone to book a theater and someone's like, I right. want to watch. And it's like Barney. You're like, sorry, we're yeah, booked yeah. that night. <laughs> Yeah. I want to watch, you know, something else. You're like, oh, yes, you could have the theater yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, right now we're young enough, like, the uh, money's all the same. I don't care what you watch as long as you yes. pay me. You know what I mean? But I do have a special, like, s- sense of pride anytime come- somebody comes in, like, picks out a movie that, like, you know, I love or is, like, a little more obscure or considered a classic. I'm like, all right, 
cool. You guys should come back more often. Well, it's just like that in any art, really. It's like if you are an art, uh, musician, but you're a fan of a musician and you pick a song that's like kind of like one of their favorite songs, but not a popular song. Right. Those musicians are going to be more apt to be like, oh, that's pretty cool. You like that song. Or like I brought a comic book to get signed by George Perez a number of years ago to Comic-Con. And it was obscure uh, first American appearance of Captain Britain. Yep. And he's like, no one ever has me sign this comic book. Yeah. It was like, I felt special because of it. It was really like one of the only comic books I owned at the time by George Perez. Yeah, yeah. But it was cool because he, he like loved that deep cut almost. So it's the same right. thing. If someone comes in and rents in a movie uh, and, and puts it up on the theater, you're like, ah, that movie sucks. You're not going right. to say that. But like yeah. the idea that someone comes in and like picks one of your favorite movies, you're like, oh, that's pretty right. cool. This guy's watching yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can have a conversation about it. And, you know, that's right. pretty cool, too. And yeah, that, there was a running joke before we opened, actually, uh, you know, talk about what, what kind of vibe I wanted to present and the fact that we wanted to kind of concentrate on, you know, education and stuff like that. So the movie that we always made fun of and would be like, oh, are you going to come in and watch Good Luck Chuck? You know, and I have actually quite a few people come in and watch Good Luck Chuck. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's cool. You no know, judgment. I, own it. I can't say anything. I own it. Well, I always said that too when people look through my movies. They're like, "You own that movie." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I got it on sale." I'm trying to justify. It. I'm like, "Well, I own the movie, so why am I justifying this?" No, it's the same thing with Taylor and I when we like we own up to the fact that National Treasure is one of our favorite movies. So just own up to it. Like, it doesn't you yeah. don't have to like come up with yeah. excuses of why. I mean, wait until you see my uh, top ten comedy list. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so let's get into that. Actually, so yeah. speaking of that, we're here to talk top ten comedies. Um, and so I mentioned a little bit, there's a little cool thing is I was born in 1986. And a lot of these movies actually happen to revolve around the 80s to early 90s, which is pretty cool, not to give anything away. But I think it's pretty cool that um, things can stand the test of time, which is pretty uh, awesome, For sure. as well as they don't make things, you know, that old cliche saying they don't make things like they used to. I think that's true in comedies. I think in every other genre, you can evolve to a point where movies can get better i feel like comedy is one of those things that they just like at one point took a cliff and jumped off the cliff and either went like we mentioned before they put the name of the movie <laughs> the theme of the movie right. in the name or they try to go so slapstick or so raunchy to try to make it funny that it kind of just goes right. almost too far um so we'll do our top five our bottom five ten nine eight seven six together like we've done in the past josh will read his then i'll read my 10 through 6 uh more quicker and then we'll go back and forth five through one like we've done in the past if you've listened to any of these podcasts um and we'll dive a little bit more maybe into those we also made the rule a few podcasts ago about not uh giving away if your movie has been it's up further on your list that you know one of us also has lower on right. our list so yeah, yeah um do you have any honorable mentions um, I guess I would just say that there's no way that you can fit like all the great comedies into a top 10 list. So each time that we've done this, I've kind of, I moved, I think the first time I was like more along the lines of like, if I was going to write a top 10 list for general consumption, you know, with maybe a couple of my favorites thrown in the second time, it was like a little more half and half this time I had to go. I'm like on pure rewatchability. This is the movie that I'm going to keep. Cause like a comedy, you know, once you hear a joke, is it really that funny the second time you hear it, you know? So if you have a comedy movie that you can watch over and over and over again, still laugh out loud, you know, these are the, these are the movies that I like show my sons, you know, like they're both 16 or Malachi will be 16 on Wednesday, Hunter just turned 16. Um, 
so these are the movies that like I bring home and like we have to watch this you know what I mean and then they're like what the hell was that <laughs> well it's the two for me and again I don't give away if they're on your list because I don't, they're probably not but just don't give away from me but we're two are actually by the creators of South Park um to me with basketball yeah. and um Team America World Police and those two yeah. movies again are that they're fairly newer. I mean, 98 is for ba- basketball uh, in 2001. Yep. Again, according to my list, <laughs> um, yep. is newer. Yep. Um, but two of those movies that were like that borderline super slapstick, kind of like raunchy, but also like yep. super funny, uh, but yep. also couldn't, I couldn't, the number of movies that are out there <laughs> that are right. funny, so, I couldn't yeah. put them in the top 10. So yeah, they, they're both probably actually in my top 10. Um, also, Cannibal the Musical, check that yes. out if you haven't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> But yeah, um, I, I think Trace, Trace Stone and Matt Parker are just genius. And uh, I love both those movies. I looked at them and I, you know, I have a top 10. They should be in it. They're not. But like, yeah, what I was going to say is just like, you know, um, well, I guess maybe there's a lot of classics. Yeah. That, and, and there's a lot of things. This is one thing that I did find, and I'll leave it at this, is movies that were so funny when they came out that you watched them so much and they gained so much uh, exposure and everybody's quoting them and eventually they get played out. Mm-hmm. So there's like, I, I can think of three right off the top of my head right now that just like blew up culturally so big that now I can't really watch them because I just, I you know, I know everything about it. I've watched it a million times. It's just not new to me anymore. Whereas the movies on my list, even though I've watched them as many times, still hit that funny bone. Yeah. So, yeah. Sweet. So do you want to go 10 through 6 and I'll go through 10 through 6? Sure thing. So my number 10, uh, probably nobody's ever heard about it, but I always recommend it when anybody wants to watch a funny movie. It's called Hamlet 2. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a guy, he's a drama teacher, and he um, basically just rewrites hollywood movies into plays for his high school drama club like he's the teacher the director you know and they're just horrible um and then they cut the drama it's like the typical story they cut the drama program they find a way to save it but there's just a lot of weird stuff in it you know they do like a a musical about sexy jesus and just little moments they're like a lot of these movies for me there's just these little moments that anytime i see them that's it. I'm gonna, you know, and it's just like things that are tucked in. It's not even like the main joke or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, uh, number nine, Hot Rod. Uh, the theme of this list is probably like the you're gonna you're gonna be like these movies are so stupid, <laughs> but for some reason I just love like the dumbest movie. So Hot Rod, uh, uh, Andy Samberg's face just makes me laugh. Yes. Um, number eight, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. Um, it is disgusting and weird and wacky and wild <laughs> stuff uh i love the show you know mm-hmm. um and the movie is you know very very much stays true to the, the show but puts it in like a cinematic form which is cool a lot of good cameos um you know i still do my john c Riley taquito impression <laughs> at least once a week <laughs> um number seven uh, i wish i could put this higher but there's just a bunch of others that you know really rise rise above them um tenacious d and pick a destiny i i don't think jack black's like one of the greatest comedic actors of our time like i was thinking about his movies i'm like he's like 
I mean, I like high high fidelity, you know. Yeah. But like, you know, Nacho Libre, man, School of Rock was pretty good, you know. But it's just like, um, he, I think he's the funniest person on the planet. I'm not sure if he's like made for movies necessarily. Yeah. And in Tenacious D, there's just he there's that like that lane for him to fit into, you know. And um, that's another one where it's just like little tiny moments everywhere, just sprinkled in, and you're just like, you know. Like I said, I like the weird stuff, but um, <laughs> I, I hope that I get a chance to see them at Bonnaroo when they reschedule it because that's bucket list right there. Um, number six, How High, Redman, Method Man. So another actual musician going, you know, musicians going into acting. Um, I was thinking about it on the ride down. They're actually like pretty good in that movie, like as far as acting, you know, like they, they very, uh, I think the rap, career kind of lends itself to being outgoing and creating like a character and you know what i mean but um again it's just like boom 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 mm -hmm. boom boom you know what i mean and just like so many memorable moments and that that's really like kind of where my list came from was like i'm gonna think of the name of this movie and then all of a sudden i'm gonna have like eight ten twelve moments flood back to me where i'm just like that is so i would watch that right now you know mm -hmm. so um, yeah, Hamlet 2, Hot Rod, Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, How High. I love, I Red love it. Red, Red's like my favorite, you know, meth's awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I love it because um, those, I'm pissed at you because you said How High because I don't have that on my list. And now I'm like yeah. going back and rethinking everything. And I'm sure every time we do something like this, we always right. start doing that. We're like, oh, crap. How? But again, we're in a category now that there's so many movies in that category. And speaking yeah. of that, um, there's a thing that I, I want to remind myself to try to do at the end and yeah. talk about. It's just in case it's on your list. I don't want to say anything. But there's another thing I wanted to bring up at that point. But I'll go through my yeah. 10 through 6, uh, yeah. and we'll go from there. So number 10 for me is a movie that, again, I had to think of as not the greatest comedy of all time, but also I went on that thought process of rewatchability. And kind of is in the same vein as How High, which is uh, Grandma's Boy. Uh, Grandma's Boy is one of those ones that I just every single time I watch it, every joke lands over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. Um, you know, a stoner who is a video game tester. Um, it's just it it's a it's a Happy Madison production, so it's got that the actors that are in you know Billy Madison and all the right. uh, Happy Gilmore movie, uh, all that stuff. So I just think it's funny. Again, it's one of those things that's never going to win any awards, and a lot of people are going to be like, "You kidding me? That's a stupid movie." But I'm like, right. comedy is a movie you put on, you want to laugh. Again, has yeah. quotes from it, has things that you remember back and forth on it. So yep. there's that. Number nine, I had to go with Dumb and Dumber. Again, quotable movie, uh, movie that's a classic movie. Uh, Jim Carrey at one of his best moments. Uh, he's done a lot of good movies, but like that's up there. Um, yeah. Number eight is Shaun of the Dead. And that's mainly because I'm not a huge horror film and, 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 and slasher film and, and, you know, more like you are. Um, but I do find that this is like a cool way of make, poking fun at that in a sense. But like right. there's again. I feel like one of the biggest things about comedies, like you mentioned, is quotable con comedy movies. And yep. I think there's a lot of lines that come from these movies. And again, yep. it makes me want to rewatch it. Um, big Office fan. Um, so, you know, rewatching The Office over and over and over again. Um, Steve Carell got his job basically on The Office from my number seven pick, which is The 40 Year Old Virgin. Um, he showed who he could be as an actor. Uh, and they basically said, no, we want that that person to come on our show. So, 
Number right. seven is the four-year-old virgin. Uh, <laughs> number, number six is office space. Uh, workplace comedy. Uh, uh, <laughs> you <laughs> just screwed my whole list up. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, please, yes. uh, now office my space. judge. So, yeah, it's, it's just classic. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can't say comedies, in my opinion, in my lifetime and not have that somewhere in that top 10, top 20 list. Again, it's all personal opinion. Sure. Um, but I just think that office space is one of those ones that you just, you can watch uh, over and over again. And I guess you, it's not, there's quotes in it. I don't think it's as quotable as some other movies. I think it's more like visual moments uh, yeah. in that movie where you see things. I mean, obviously have you seen my stapler is a, is a huge statement. Right. Uh, Gats have you come and work on, on Saturday and you know, the yeah. smashing of the, the printer though. That's the thing that like a yeah. lot of people notice from that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the printer out and smash it. Yeah. So uh yeah, it's very me memeable yes that and that's the thing it's the visual thing i think about it. yeah yeah uh, i just grandma's boy at number 10 the dumb and dumber at number nine sean of the dead at number eight the 40 year old version number seven number six is office space so i will say uh, um it's funny how different they are but again i i don't there's so many movies to pick from right it's not as simple. And that's one of those things that I think Josh and I will work on in the future is like, I think I want to do a more poignant, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I even thought taking 10, taking 10 movies and, and putting them in an order. Like we know right. the top 10 movies are going to be, you just don't know what order they're going to be in. Um, right. But uh, okay. there's anything wrong with this. I'm just saying yeah. that like, no, 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 that'd be fun. Um, so that's funny. I like how he didn't have anything pretty much on the same side of it, but there are some like similarities to the two lists. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and again, I think part of it is the idea of, Quotability. I think that's one of the I mean, same thing with stand-up comedy. I mean, if you were to watch, you yep. know, Jack Black do stand-up comedy, you're gonna want to like quote his comedic stand-up, right? Whereas that's what they put into movies. So, yeah, yeah. Any uh, thoughts on any of mine? Top ten or bottom uh, five? Yeah. I should say. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> I it, I think most thing of those could have gone in my top five or my bottom five or the next you know 10 10 to 15 you know what i mean like and like you said i think there's like a common thread here where it's just kind of like you know it's still gonna make you laugh you know <laughs> what i mean like that's the whole point so if it still makes you laugh after you've seen it a hundred times you know what i mean but yeah you you uh screwed me i i wouldn't put so actually i'll just say it now i wouldn't put office space in my top 10 um like i said i just watched it like a week ago two yeah. weeks ago and it's awesome but probably wouldn't crack the top 10 idiocracy though i had left off my list and i would probably try to find a place to sneak that in oh and i feel like one of those things that we talk about all the time is these are the lists that we come up with prior to it but then you you may have had a conversation with your wife or right. someone else about the idea of making this list but like until you actually get involved in hearing the other person's list and then when your brain starts to you know the gears in your your mind starts to work and go well, maybe if I slid this person out of the top 10 and put this one right, in right. it, it might yeah. work better. And in, in the sense, like we could do top 25s and not be sure. excited and happy yeah. about yeah. it. So yeah, I definitely like just doing the last, like the final draft, I had to cut like three or four off yeah. like five minutes before we came on. So I tried, I put a list of like, there's like a list of 20 here. And yeah. I tried to then go up and look at like the Rotten Tomatoes rankings be like, well, maybe yeah. that's going to get me to do it. And then I'm like, no, yeah. but I definitely want that one on the list. And it's not a high yeah. range movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so yeah. That didn't work. Yeah. So let's get into top five so we can do some discussions yeah. on that. What's your number five? My number five is Zoolander. Um, 
another common thread for my films here is that I would watch a movie and go, that is the dumbest thing I have ever seen. I, I can't believe I just wasted an hour and a half watching it. And then like a week later, I find myself thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And then I go back and watch it and it just gets funny, funnier every time. If a movie gets funnier every time you watch it, it belongs in your top five. And I would mm. say, you know, I mean, for my five, that's definitely the case. And Zoolander's, you know, right there. Uh, like you said, lots of quotes, uh, very memeable, just like outlandish characters. Everybody is like pitch perfect as far as how they play the characters. Uh, Will Ferrell uh, is genius as Mugatu, you know, the whole Owen Wilson, Ben Stiller thing. Um, and it's just, I, I love that movie. It's so stupid. It's stupid, but it's, fu- <laughs> it's funny. Abe just Abe was chose at OBC. Abe was chose to do a photo shoot of a mountain biker uh, in Maine, and it's it was at Sugarloaf and so on. So when we knew he was doing this uh, this photo shoot, which should be coming out fairly soon, um, Mark in the office kept on <laughs> making quotes from Zoolander. <laughs> just to make him feel awkward and weird in the office. So uh, it's pretty funny how you bring that up as your number five, because again, that yeah. happened this week. Um, sure. The other thing is to think of back on it, it, those two characters don't have a ton of like, they have a good, some good comedy movies separate, but they don't think they have any super home runs like Zoolander was and it was, they were in the same movie. Um, right. There's a couple of really, really good movies and, they, and it's possible that they could be in top fives, but there's, they're like the level that Zoolander brought them to or have them at. Uh, yeah. And the fact that it took them that long to make a second one um, yeah. was also pretty crazy. The same thing with Dumb and Dumber, like I mentioned my in my bottom five, um, is that it took them forever to make a sequel to a movie that was so successful, which is right. kind of good because the second ones weren't as good as the first ones. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. But it just surprises me. Sometimes they're like, oh, money bags, let's make a new one right away. Yeah. And they yeah, didn't yeah. do that with Zoolander, didn't do that with Dumb yeah. and Dumber, but they did eventually. So Yeah, uh, Super five. Troopers was another one. And they had to yep. do a fundraising for that one. Yeah. That, like that, uh, so they, they wouldn't. Yeah, go ahead. I do have one question. Can Abe turn left? Yes. Oh, okay. That's good. It was so funny yeah. though. They paid him money. They, they like they they were like, we like your look. And we're like, Abe's look? And it was funny because at the time he hadn't got a haircut in like, I don't know, two months, three months. Yeah. And so his hair was all over the place. They sent him a picture of um um heat miser. Yeah, his hair like because he has like his reddish hair and it was like up straight up like that and i was like oh yeah. my god man you look like the heat miser the next day he got a haircut and then he told us about this thing <laughs> well i guess he sent him a picture from a long time ago a yeah. different abe and i'm like oh, okay they definitely right. would have picked you as a photogenic person with that haircut <laughs> <laughs> but i can't wait to see what those photos come out like because he said it was like a big 15 20 production it was like a huge thing some sort wow. of magazine thing I don't, I don't know he said it was pretty cool, like, they, cool. Had a, they had a covid tent like a testing tent there yeah. and they had like thousands of dollar cameras. It was crazy. He said it was the most experience, most professional thing that he's been to. And he's like, it's him. <laughs> Abe. Right. Yeah, yeah. No offense, Abe, but it's, it's not no, yeah. like, yeah. But, I get it. Uh, okay. Number five, Zoolander for Josh. Number five for me. It's mainly because my dad was a musician growing up and he would play in bars and restaurants and things like that. Uh, and because of that, he had put in, instilled all the musician things to us. Um, so number five on my list is this is Spinal Tap. Uh, again, another movie that I feel like I watched hundreds of hundreds of times growing up. 
1984 the movie came out so it's got that historic but the thing about it is it's like you would think that it's an it's a comedy or a mockumentary about um the 80s musician but made it in the 80s that's right. the, like the thing the funniest thing about it it's something that you'd think that someone would come out with in 2021 to mock right. the 1980s musician but right. they did it in the 1980s, which was even better because it's like they're mocking themselves in a sense. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the different things that as someone who played music growing up, played in bands growing up, the different funny things that you'd want to do to make your stage performances so much better. And every time they did something, some shitty thing would happen. <laughs> you know, when they need Stonehenge, not instead of the big Stonehenge, they had the little tiny Stonehenge. And right. uh, when you get stuck in the little pod and all those things are just, things that i remember over and over and over again and again we go back and watch documentaries on our favorite musicians and this is what this idea of this movie was supposed to be right. again made in the 80s for someone like they were in the 80s so yeah spinal tap always a classic to me um yeah. i guess it might be one of the beginning of the mockumentary styles too i don't know yeah. how many more in the 80s came out like that and then it came into you know the shows that are on netflix the um, american vandal Sure. The office parks and rec those kind of like yeah. mockumentary style things this is probably yeah. one of the original ones too yeah, yeah yeah i i don't know i feel like i don't i don't know enough about the history of that genre itself to say so mm -hmm. but i would think that you would have to reach at least modernism if not postmodernism before you were able to like reflect that ironically like that so I would doubt that there were things like, I mean, you know, you got Monty Python and stuff like yeah. that, but um, not really the same as shooting something and pretending it's real. Mm -hmm. I mean, so like the talking I, I head, think of anything that know. came out before that, you know, that's well known at least, you know, CB4 in the 90s, mm -hmm. you know, was kind but of- 1984, that's like, it's gotta be one of those. And it's one of those things I didn't actually look up. It was like more of a conversation thing, but, um, it, it, the idea of the talking head and the idea of interviewing someone yeah. on a camera, but it's a fake interview. Um, right. It's just, it's, and then what it's about and the idea that it's a classic rock star coming back and trying to do their second. And then you watch like the actual documentaries on 1980s <laughs> musicians. And it's like, this is right. so spot on, but yeah. funny. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Number four. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I also watched this not too long ago because I watch it all the time. If it's on TV, I'm gonna watch it. Um, I had to show the boys, you know, and uh, another thing that's just like, boom, 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 you know, just funny. Like one of my favorite parts of the movie is just when like the like chubby, the extreme kids, you know, and they're at the convenience store and he's just like does like a velociraptor noise at him it's like not even a line like he doesn't even have any lines but it's like one of the funniest moments of that whole movie plus all the actual funny things that happen you know what i mean mm -hmm. just like little little moments and they, they were always really good at uh throwing things in uh you know dubbed off screen you know you'd like hear a little comment at the end yeah. or whatever but um just a re really creative movie it's a road movie. It's a stoner movie, mm -hmm. as most of my movies on this list are. And uh, it, it's just, I could watch that movie over and over again. Riding the cheetah, you know, the hang gliding, the, I don't know. It's just that the, the uh, Chinese students party where they're just like a bunch of nerds and then you cut to them, <laughs> like throw his shirt off, like throwing yeah. bags 
ground and you know it's just uh uh i could just and, and it, it makes me think about sliders you know so, yes so. i mean white castles delicious if anybody's ever been to white castle it's a delicious place to go um which is amazing that they were actually like they had to sign on obviously because their logo is on the cover and it's, they actually right. talk about white house so like they had to be a proving this movie it's not like someone just right. made this movie right <laughs> so it's just awesome and it's a stoner movie so they're like ah, yeah. we know what kind of our clientele is too right. absolutely <laughs> sometimes but, you just gotta embrace that stuff you know but it's also funny because i feel like it's one of those it came out in the time of like scary movie um and those movies that kind of like again made fun of other things but honestly a little bit too odd and like off the wall like too far yeah. this was like if you removed the smoking weed from it, that the it was just been a normal life kind of thing. Okay. I feel like this that's what made it a funny movie. Uh, yeah. like it's still more of a like a slapstick, like um it's a still stoner comedy, but it's like yeah. the weed and the smoking and the and the experience on drugs is what made them do what they did. Um right. which makes it I think even more funny because it's like yeah. you know, anybody who's been at smoked a little weed understands things aren't the same. Right, and so yeah. it's just but they push it to that level like too far almost. Yeah, and but. I would also say um, greatest cameo in the history of cinema. It is because if you remember correctly, that was the first thing he did. Yes, basically, you know what I mean. Like that was the first thing that he had done since Doogie Howser, and anybody that's you know, I, I mean, I feel like my age. I'm a little older than you. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like I watched Doogie Howser live every night. He was like my hero. I was like, I'm going to go to Stanford when I'm nine, you know? And, uh, and then he just shows up like 20 years later as like this Coke addicted hooker renting <laughs> crazy man. Did that key just his like, what? future at, on how I met your mother? Cause that uh, Harold Kumar came out in 2004. The first season of how I met your mother was 2005. So basically right. I think people probably saw the people yeah. from How I Met Your Mother were like, hey, Doogie Hauser, he can play on this yeah, show. Absolutely. Yeah. It really um, is a classic. I can just picture, I remember him being in the car. Like, I haven't seen the movie right. in, for ye for, in years, but like just him in the car, and you're like, wait, that's Doogie Hauser, which yeah. is really funny because Taylor and I are rewatching, or watching um, uh, How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Big Bang Theory. And there was last night's episode that we watched was uh, Cuther Pauly's mom and dad are on the webcam. And like well, we've got to go doogie hauser's on tv and they like close the thing and the wallowitz goes didn't that show come off the air 20 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like they you know it like his nickname you know mph was not a thing before that movie mm -hmm. it blew him up he, he like yeah. you know like you said got him that whole run on tv but he started doing musicals and hosting shows and very talented it's, i wonder if know. he signed on because he's like okay i'm ready to dabble back in getting into the, the movie industry the tv industry right. again but i don't want anything that's going to be like super hard to do right and then someone came hey we have a cameo in this movie for you yeah. like yeah i'll sign up for that so i can get some, my, right. my my feet back under me and it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. and they <laughs> blows I mean, up like i wonder if he expected that you know what i mean like who would expect yep. that you know no uh ryan reynolds is also in that movie yes he is he's the or nurse oh david krumholtz as well who um he's been on a bunch of stuff yeah. Wasn't he on? He was on the show Numbers on TV. Yeah. Uh, he was in the Santa Claus. He was the he was the elf on Santa Claus. Or the uh, head elf on Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great movie. Love that movie. Yeah. Definitely.
Number four, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. And they also came up with a couple other ones that came out after that that were yeah. not nearly as good, but th- yeah. that still had that same quality. Yeah. And then it's also funny seeing Cal Penn in other things now that are not that movie because right. you're just like, no, 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 yeah. you're this crazy stoner dude. Right. right. And now yeah. he's in like, he's like a serious lawyer in something or something like yeah. that. Uh, I forget what it is. I just recently saw some with Cal Penn in it. Um, now I'm trying to look this up while we're on this. Uh, I don't know if it was a TV show or a movie uh i don't know huh wait they did they went to amsterdam one too yeah that was the second one well they tried they 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 get uh deported to guantanamo yeah the second one was pretty good the third one was actually pretty good but um as we discussed during the christmas movies like i'm um, mm. not really like it was more of a traditional kind of, i mean harold and Coop. it was good but just yeah. you know they're kind of like descending in order mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the oh, designated survivor. He was the um, uh, one of the guys in designated survivor. He was like uh, a okay. polit- uh, yeah. politician, um, yep. but which is kind of funny. So number four for me, uh, going back to the '80s, another again, one of the movies that if you watch this movie before the movie it parodied, you just think the movie it parodied was an unfunny version of this movie, and that's Spaceballs. Um, that we always joked when people were like, "Don't show anybody who haven't seen Star Wars Spaceballs first because they're just going to think Star right. Wars is an unfunny version of Spaceballs." Right. Um, but one of the things I think I had, the 1980s comedy movies have, like these, like the, you know, uh, these and a couple other movies that came out, Monty Python you mentioned, is it's just joke after joke after joke after joke. Nothing is serious in these movies. There's nothing right. that's just like there's no there's no just random ums. It's like joke right. leads into joke, which leads into joke, which leads into joke, and you're just like. 18 levels of onion that yeah. just keeps peeling right. over and over again and and that's something with it it's like they the mr coffee to the mr radar on yeah. the thing the big helmet the, the 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 just everything that's in that movie is a joke there's never a serious moment it's right. just comedy and I, I can't imagine being in the writer's room trying to write this movie and figure these kind of movies out i'm just making like okay there's a computer over there on the screen what are we going to do to make that a joke because it can't right. just be a computer on the screen uh, on the wall it has right. to be a joke um, right and then it took something that's beloved to all of us out there as Star Wars and to make fun of it. Like that right. to me just goes, I love Star Wars, but like to now make fun of everything that Star Wars did. And then you think fast forward, what, 20 years uh, when uh, Family Guy did it. Um, yeah. And they did their own comedy uh, half hour special uh, uh, during one of their seasons to make fun of three different movies, uh, the first three right. movies. Um, but I think Spaceball started that. I mean, like you could take a sacred <laughs> piece of film to a lot of people and be like no we're gonna poke fun at it we're gonna poke right. some holes in it we're gonna make fun right. of it but yep. again i think the biggest thing to me and the reason why it's number four on my list is it's literally a comedy every single thing in there is a joke yep. uh and it's it's dirty for the time yeah but it's also cleaner version of what oh, you yeah. come out with a comedy nowadays so oh, yeah. uh, that's sure. also part of it so yeah baseball is number four i mean rick yeah. moranis man yeah Bill, i mean I was bill thinking pullman, about that young yeah. bill pullman Yep. I was thinking about that the other day because um, I, me and Tef were talking about like movies we watched as kids, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, we watched a lot of Rick Moranis when I was a kid, you know, <laughs> and uh, then I he mean, good movies, Spaceballs, Ghostbusters, yeah, Shrunk the Kids. To cl- yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's like, one of, he's the epit- I feel like he was the epitome of um, mic dropping. I want to make these three cult classic amazing movies and then just going to drop the mic and exit Hollywood. <laughs> Peace. It's yeah. like you see these other people, you're like, why is he making it? Adam Sandler? <laughs> why is he making these movies? You should have just right. made Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and right. then been like, boop, see you later, yeah. and then come back and make something crazy good later on. But, right. Yeah. Spaceballs. 
Yeah. Speaking speaking of whom, you already mentioned my number three. Um, and I have a hard time putting it at number three because I've probably watched it more than any other movie on this list. And that's Grandma's Boy. It is it is just <laughs> it's just awesome. And it's like eminently rewatchable. And um, you know, probably partially because I relate to it. You know, just like as far as like what that video game life is about, you know, like I was in college for a long time, you know, <laughs> like I get it, you know. Um, and just again, you know, the, the characters um, and just the little little drops here and there, like it doesn't always have to be like the main focus of the scene or anything like that, but just, you know, with the robot legs and the and you know we uh tiffany and i love that movie it's like something we bonded all over pretty early on just like the fact that you know we we both loved it before we met each other you know and uh we, we have a dessert on the menu here called the grandma's boy because our favorite scene in the movie is when he comes home and he's like all stoned and he just like takes like a pan like a cookie sheet and just puts like all types of like he's got like a banana and like some spaghetti or whatever you know what i mean and then you know fried chicken and he just like puts it all in the oven at the same time at the same temp and then he's just like going around doing this thing opens up and just pulls it out with like bare hands and it's just it's so hilarious you know because just like putting that like arrangement of food yes. that just put on that it was just well it's funny because like it, you look back on it and you can tell how many times you've seen this movie i start picking up yeah. things like this which is he first of all he walks in the kitchen right and he looks for a microwave right. and he goes of course she doesn't have a microwave she's right. freaking 100 yeah <laughs> and then he starts putting it on the pan <laughs> and when he puts it in the pan in the oven there's a banana on the pan but yeah. when he opens it up and pulls the thing out there's no banana the the, the, oh, really? the people writing the movie making the movie part are like yeah he wouldn't have put a banana in right yeah <laughs> and he throws the sand yeah, he's like, yeah. and he can't yeah. uh he can't work the next day because his hands are all bandaged up. Right. And they're like, what happened? He's like, well, get my roommates. <laughs> like, my roommates. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. they're, you know, small things. And again, what's his face? Um, start opening the beginning of the movies. Always in an Adam Sandler movie. I can't remember his name. He was the Nick male Jordan. No, male Jigolo. Oh. Um, crap. Schneider. What's his name? Yes, Schneider. He's like, yeah. don't forget your smoking lamp. And he throws, he goes, oh, oh man, yeah. that sucks. He goes, you never throw a man's bong. <laughs> Yeah, Dante is amazing in that movie. Oh. Um, hey, dude, it's uh, one of my oh, favorite characters. It's June and you're naked. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I am naked. Yeah, Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah, just like the voice and the whole, you know, I mean, everything. Um, just a great movie from beginning to end, in my opinion. I, I, I agree. And I, Nick Swartzen is, I, he, I would put him in the category of like, not as funny as, as uh, Jack Black, in your opinion, but like, yeah, he's yeah. up there he's one of the funniest people i've ever seen on his tv, TV stand up yeah everything is funny with him and, and yeah. he, he's he's the co-main actor in that movie i think about it sure. you know yeah. um but the other people we we're mentioning are just b actors in there that are amazing right. and have small yeah, roles yeah. And, and and just become really funny uh yeah. things um i i uh, cassie at my work <laughs> When she moved back to uh, Bangor area from Portland a couple of years ago, she moved in with her parents to save up some money, which is fine. No issues there. But I kept on making fun of her whenever she'd go like, oh, my yeah. parents, they go, oh, your roommates? Your roommates. And that's yeah. from the movie. She's never seen the movie. So it was funny right. to me, but no one else laughed because right. I'm like, oh, yeah, your yeah, roommates? Because yeah. Nick Schwartz's parents, he lives with his parents yeah. and he calls them his roommates. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that's I awesome. I'm glad. I, I, the funny thing about that is I had, I had, um, what did I have? I think, so it's not in my top two, but I had a movie in at 10 and last mm. minute, like last night, I'm like finalizing my list. I slid grandma's boy in at 10. Um, yeah. uh, it probably, if you think about most watchable movies, it's probably the movie that I watched the most out of all my list. I yeah. just thought, you know, I couldn't put it up that high, but now yeah. I'm thinking to myself that I probably should have, if it's on your uh, list right. as number three, but, um, yeah. grandma's boy is excellent. Great yeah. pick. Um, number three for me. It's black and white. Can you guess the movie? <laughs> black and Young white, but made in the nineties. Huh? Is black and white, but made in the nineties. It's uh, from nineteen ninety four. It's Clerks. Oh, Clerks. Yeah. Clerks. Yeah. So yep. again, a classic, uh, quotable movie. Um, I think one of the reasons why it jumps into my top five and then maybe pushed it up even up to three is the story behind making the movie is also huge to yeah. me. Um, yeah. as a comic book collector, I can really relate to a lot of things that Kevin Smith has with like sitting here in my office, my room here next to my comic books, looking at if I needed to do something serious, start a business or want to make a movie that I'd have to sell all this stuff to do that. Right. And, yeah. and Kevin Smith did that to make this movie. And then the other stories behind it, like the reason why it says a sure you were open as the sheet outside is because he was filming it inside the place that he worked at during the day. Right. <laughs> so he had to cover up that it was light outside or dark right. outside. Um, to film like it was afternoon time so yeah. all those things go into it but the movie's also freaking funny and anybody who's yeah. working retail has right. to understand that we dealt with stuff like this <laughs> uh and people like that and it's like right. the whole idea that retail would be so much better if there wasn't for customers um right. is true and and, and yeah. i think that it, it's just it's a funny movie i love that kevin smith made also made a movie it's one of the things i respect about the show atlanta was yeah. that someone who created the show made themselves the B character. So like Kevin Smith is not the main character of the movie. He's a, a memorable character who has basically no lines. Um, yeah. But he put himself in the movie, but not in a, in a way that he's this star. And the same reason I mentioned Atlanta is because Childish Gambino, he, he makes himself the manager, not the actual star rapper. So right. I love that. And I respect that aspect of it. Plus, Kevin had enough on his plate probably trying to make this movie. That, right. um, and then I watched the trailer again last night and I forgot. So this movie was made for almost nothing. I mean, the movie was made for yeah. like $250,000 or something like that. Uh, once they made the movie, uh, a bigger production company, uh, Miramax, uh, spent a little bit more money on the movie to, to promote it and to, to, to release it. Um, but they had a soundtrack was like Soul Asylum and like Alice in Chains and like yeah. all these bands. I'm like, that soundtrack was crazy. <laughs> So did you come across that piece of trivia? No. What? It's the only movie in history that the soundtrack, like the rights to the music that they used in the movie, cost more than the rest of the movie combined. <laughs> it's the only I, one. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, he, he won awards for like, in like independent movie festivals and stuff like that because of how great the movie was. But right. when I'm like watching the movie and I'm like, I don't pick up as much on soundtracks and songs and, and, and unless they're outrageously good. Like if I'm watching right. something and I'm like, this music in this like is amazing. Um, yeah. The, uh, but at the end of it, it's like a new music from, and it's like soul asylum and Alice in Chains. I'm like, what the hell that was on clerks. And I have to right. go back and, and watch it again, but yeah, yeah, clerks and it being black and white. And I, you know, it, it just, it's, it wasn't popular in 94 at all. Right. The movie did okay in the theaters, but it's become a movie that people like the DVD and Blu-ray sales, I guarantee you were probably even more than what it was in box office back in the day. Yep. Um, 
classic movie. Um, yep. And then Kevin Smith just made whatever the hell he wanted after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I would also put probably numerous Kevin Smith movies in my top 10 list if I had room. Um, mostly because I just, I love Kevin Smith. I love Jane Silent Bob. He's also um, off the wall. Yeah. Dogma is one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable movie. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy yeah, Jesus, so man. Yeah. It's really, really good. <laughs> yes. But so number three, clerks. All right. Number two, I'm I'm still going back and forth between my number two and my number one. I, I can't really I can't really decide, but I'm gonna stick with what I wrote down. So number two, half baked. Yes, uh nice. Dave Chappelle. For some reason, I mean, he's been in like bit parts in movies and stuff, but he never got another vehicle after that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think that movie is hilarious. How different? All, it's from... the best stoner comedy of all time. Oh yeah, oh, by far. But like, what? How different from when that movie came out for when he stopped his show? It was quite a while, was it? Because I, I don't think I think he like it was a while before he had that show. Like that movie is like pretty old. Yeah, the movie's 98, so I don't think he was on TV until, what, 05, maybe? Yeah. Uh, no, 03. So, yeah, it was five or six. It was, yeah, five or six years. Yeah, five years. Okay, so that makes sense. I, I just thought from my mind that was, like, maybe it would coincided with him, like, disappearing. But, no, yeah. it didn't. He stopped. Yeah. That movie was out for a number of years before he even got picked up on Comedy Central. But, yeah, right. half-baked, man. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Harlan Williams is amazing in that movie. Um, it's just... <laughs> Again, ridiculous. Uh, very, very re- rewatchable. Very quotable, um, and just like you know, in the same vein as Harold and Kumar, where you yep. basically just have misadventures. You know, I just, I, I, when I'm watching a comedy, I'm looking for escapism, like more than like so. Like science fiction is escapist because you're like going to another world, but it's it's so based in our real world yeah you know and like it's like a reflection you know what i mean so like or horror is like tapping into like a very primal thing that exists and like comedy is using like the 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 tapestry of the planet or the you know your life um and just making it absolutely ridiculous Mm -hmm. like just turning it on its head and you know um I like how you say that because one, one of the things that um, uh, we were watching the Big Bang Theory, like I mentioned, uh, and Kutha probably on it mentioned that why is all the alien races in all these movies generally the same as us? Meaning that why isn't there someone with a penis for a forehead? Or <laughs> do you know what I mean though? Like they're just yeah. they're making an exact like you mentioned Star Wars or Star Wars, Star Trek. Like all the right. alien races have the same; they can get into bed and have the same intercourse yeah. than anybody else. They may be different color or different shapes or whatever, but like they're like it's right. in the exact same spot. And so, right. like you're saying, it's it's basically they made science fiction into our world, though, that you could relate to. Whereas right. this comedy is like yeah. a half baked and Grandma's Boy, like it's in our world, but they right. kind of go this like and Harold Kumar, they go this other way with it. If that makes any sense, right. it it's just like a reality. heightened kind of like, well, like what you were talking about with Spaceballs. Yeah. Nothing serious. You're not no. taking anything seriously. You know what I mean? And. uh I don't know. I just, he's a that, one of a kind. That's man. the ultimate form of escapism because nobody's that funny in real life. No. I mean, I know some funny people, but cool. you're not going to get like boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? It's just like so ridiculous and just a good way to chill out and 
<laughs> along that line it's the same thing why i appreciate what marvel's done with marvel cinematic universe to the point where it's a serious drama action field series yeah. but they can throw in comedy lines here and there because right. nothing is also serious all the time like this is one of yeah, those yeah. things that i always love about any any serious movie or serious show um right. you know we're watching as a as a serious show we're watching um uh for all mankind on apple plus tv plus which is about like space travel and stuff like that or yep. a spaceship program and it's like it's a serious thing like some people die and things go bad and stuff like that but here and there they throw a joke in there and it's like okay because right. nothing is serious all the time you need to right. have that yeah, comedy for real. yeah and the same thing with, but it's funny with these some of these things is that there isn't things that are funny all the time right but some movies just happen to be funny all the yeah, time yeah, yeah. and that's not yeah. real so you can escape a little bit and be like okay, yeah, yeah yeah i just yeah. need to laugh yeah but which yeah. is great because 2020 has been a stressful year for yeah, a lot absolutely. of people <laughs> and for sometimes sure. you just need to put on a movie and laugh <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean i find that's what i'm looking for most nights when i go home <clears throat> is something that's just i don't have to really think about it you know what i mean and it makes me feel good and, you know what i mean half baked is one of those things that just who's the co-star <laughs> in that movie in jim, jim brewer brewer oh yeah jim brewer is awesome in that too yeah. yes he hasn't yeah. done anything else either but um, yeah i mean they, they can... just you know they took all the archetypes and put it all together. Yeah. You know what I mean, you got the Snoop character and the John Stewart. You ever looked at it back in the dollar bill on weed? Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it's, yeah. One of my Harlan friends. Williams. Oh, that's another one. Harlan Williams. He's yeah. freaking hilarious too. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's the one that goes to prison. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's like a great premise too. You know, mm -hmm. our friend, our friend goes to prison for, yeah. <laughs> stupid you know, shit. A horse yes. killing a horse police officer yeah <laughs> and it happened so quickly too that's the funny part about it is like right. it's like again one of those unrealistic things it's like it's like yeah. he left to go to the store and then right. all of a sudden was in prison like he never yeah. like there's no, there's no like time like that night he was in prison yeah um yeah so half-baked awesome pick awesome pick yeah. i love this list because you know what's funny about it is like i feel like our list kind of switched this time whereas yours is a lot more not mainstream, but they're all mainstream because comedies right. I feel like are mainstream, but I just feel like I wasn't expecting this list from me, which I love. Yeah. Um, and so, and my number two is again, I'm going to stick with the same 1975. Uh, it's, it's Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Again, yeah. that line with the, 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 with space balls. I think yeah. one of the reasons why it's above space balls on my list is because it came out prior and they were the first, like almost the originators of this style of comedy. Yeah. Um, and um, obviously you're a fan because uh, yeah. it's a Terry Gillian um, movie. Um, yeah. But again, the idea that everything is a joke that yeah. it's, you see them walking, he's tapping the coconuts <laughs> behind them. And it, it's just, yeah. it, it's that aspect. And, and it's not in my list, obviously, because I have two more left and it's not, not top one is not this. Uh, it's probably yeah. not in yours either, but like it's the history of the world part one uh, style yeah. too, where like, even in the title of the movie, it's a joke. There's no part right. two. Right. It's just part one is the only, and they never were planning to make a part two. And right. that's the thing. And Monty Python and the Holy Grail is like, everything is a joke. Um, there's lines you can quote for days and days and days. Um, it's more clean. It's definitely a comedy that you can show with anybody, even though yep. it's from the eighties or sorry, seventies. And um, I don't know. I, I just, it's classic. I watch it over and over and over again. And that's probably why I put it up there. And again, I juggle back between watchability and the classic part of it like sure. it's just back and forth on this um, my number one's a more watchable over and over and over yep. again to me um, yep. but 1975 a comedy that you can still watch nowadays and the jokes will still land yeah that that's a plus for me too yeah yeah i watched it maybe 
a month ago. Mm-hmm. I let, my favorite parts when they pull up and the uh, people are outside working or whatever, and they're like, "Who's your king?" <laughs> they're like, "This is how many times do I have to tell you this is an anarcho-syndicalist com- commune? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we make decisions uh, by consensus, and you know, it's just it's so good." And, then and you have to pick. Like, I'll get it. You don't have a king, and they're like. <laughs> You have to pick on those because it's like that. That's funny, but so is Life of Brian, and so it, right. you know, there's there's definitely movies that go in the same category um, of these movies. But I think Monty Python's a one of the most memorable ones, sure. um, and then again, quotable like you were mentioning. You're talking about this favorite line from the movie. I mean, bring out your dead. I mean, the the the, yeah. the <laughs> merely a flesh wound. There's just like you can just say these small <laughs> words. You don't even have to quote the actual the thing, quote. Yeah. Right. You can just say. It's merely a flesh wound, and someone's gonna go, "Ah, Monty Python, love that movie." Right, like it's, right. yeah. and it honestly, and just be it, like elderberries, you know. Yes, and yeah. and the funny thing is, <laughs> it, it, probably if you said Monty Python to someone, this is the movie they think of too. Oh yeah, there's Absolutely. plenty. There's a couple other movies that they came out with that were excellent movies, and they're obviously were more than just a movie maker. They were definitely a group of people that made some funny stuff. Yeah. but this like if you just say this is probably what people just assume as monty python being is the holy grail right. uh and yes your, your mother smells like elderberries <laughs> sorry a little late to the game there but like the the there's again everything's a joke there's nothing serious in these movies um it, you the funny thing is i tried to do like a little bit of like i couldn't watch all of the movies over again so i was like oh let me watch some of the trailers again uh to yeah. refresh some things on it and some of these movies like Spaceballs and Monty Python, uh, Spinal Tap, you watch the, tra- they were crappy at making trailers in the 80s and 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Really those bad. did not sell me on those. You can never show those trailers to someone and be like, you should see this movie. They'd be like, that looks right. stupid as hell. <laughs> yeah. And the same thing, they showed all these clips from the movie and you're just like, uh, Monty Python, Holy Grail, it's one of my favorite movies. That's not cool because <laughs> this trailer right. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think back then I just took clips. I think nowadays there's actually companies that actually do this. Right. Like their sure. job is to make trailers for production companies. And back then it was just yeah. like, oh, these are clips from the movie. You know, let's put them yeah. in. Well, they have a lot more information about their uh, consumers now so they can tailor things much better. If that trailer yeah. wasn't watched a lot, trailer number two has a lot more different stuff in it. If it was watched right. a lot, they can repeat the same thing over again. Yep. And I mean, but even the trailer that I, one of the trailers that I watched for it was, the 40th anniversary when they released it into the theaters and they yeah. kept on making jokes too, where it's like, see it for the first time in the theaters since the first time it was in the theater. <laughs> like, That's a Monty Python joke. Yeah, for sure. So number All two, right. Monty Python, the Holy grail. Yeah. Um, so my number one is probably on a, on a list with hot rod, Tim and Eric, tenacious day, red man and method man. Zoolander, Harold and Kumar, Grandma's Boy, Half Baked, maybe the stupidest movie on the list. Oh yay! <laughs> Little Nicky. Oh my god! It's my favorite movie. I love Little Nicky. Love it's it. It's amazing. I love it because it's an Adam Sandler movie. That's not. I guarantee you, if you ask ten people, you pull ten people to tell them their favorite Adam Sandler movie. Right. No one picks Adam. Uh, Little Except Nicky. for me, unless you yep. pick me in that 10 people, because I love Will Nicky. It is so stupid. And <laughs> I just, I would watch it every day. I love it. <laughs> I think I've only seen it once. That's a problem here. Yeah. That's like, it, it's, it's probably because of how many great movies he's created. Sure. 
that it's like because it hasn't lived up to the standards for a lot of people happy gilmore you know right. um is that it 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 probably hasn't been one of those ones that i've watched over and over again because again it's like if i'm gonna watch an adam sandler movie and i have random little amount of time it's probably gonna be happy gilmore or billy madison or you know right so but now i'm just thinking back on some of the lines isn't that the way this is the record backwards yeah is it chicago is it a chicago, <laughs> it a chicago yeah, record yeah yeah i think it is yeah yeah chicago <laughs> and yeah i mean he's like sleeping on the radiator and like snarling and <laughs> you know the popeye's chicken you know popeye's chick is fucking awesome <laughs> You know, I just it's, it's 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 an incredibly stupid movie, mm -hmm. and it is but it's funny, funny, yeah. And like, so I wanted to kind of talk about that. You know, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure what your number one is, so hopefully I'm not treading on any toes here. But um, Adam Sandler is like very much like not, you know, he's kind of ridiculed as of now because he's making all this other stuff. You know what I mean? But even like those movies in like serious critical circles were lampooned as being just like mm -hmm. horrible trash, you know. Um, I love Happy Gilmore. I love Billy Madison. Um, the Water Boy. Yeah. I was like, I actually wrote like next to Little Nicky special shout out to The Water Boy. <laughs> I like watching The Water Boy as a serious movie. <laughs> you go into it and you just pretend the whole time that you're watching a drama and uh i highly recommend that because it it puts a whole new spin on it but um so like i was surprised because i've got grandma's boy on there which you know came from his company hot rod as well yeah and uh i i didn't realize until i made this list how influential adam sandler's stupid ass has been in my you know comedy collection because they are they're dumb movies but they're hilarious but there's also some ones that he's made that are just kind of like good family movies like bedtime stories and click like there's yeah. some movies that I, I don't have a problem with but the also the problem is i have is that the movies that he started with the coneheads airhead or coneheads airheads billy madison happy gilmore the wedding singer Waterboy, big daddy little nicky uh punch truck love was uh, and mr deeds those yeah. were his first movies like the first <laughs> like 10 15 movies he made okay yeah that's All quite a run. That's a run. So if you talk yeah. about that many good movies and then you come out with movies that are not like, let's be honest, Hubie, ha Hubie Halloween is probably a funny movie. But when you relate right. it back to what he's been making um, back in the day, it's right. a fall off of a cliff for him. And I, I right. haven't seen Uncut Gems yet either. Not a comedy, but I heard it's he's an excellent, excellent actor in it. <laughs> it's it's a stress fest. Yeah. So, yeah. but um but I think that he, like I said, I think it's part of it is because some of these newer movies that are made from 2000 to, to today um, is the fact that he kicked ass so well yeah. in the 90s that he just fell off because it's not, you're not remaking that. It's the same thing with right. anything. It's someone, you know, you create something, a, a, a hit, 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 and you don't right. have a hit, you suck. And it's like, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. the truth. It's, you know, but yeah. so little Nikki was towards the end of that run. And sure. so that's probably what it was. It was like they were all, I mean, he made um, Happy Gilmore four years prior than Little Nicky. Yeah. People still had Happy Gilmore in their mind. So Little Nicky oh, didn't yeah. live up to the standards to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Happy Gilmore. And so therefore, Absolutely. Sucked, yeah, I would say definitely it's not, you know, definitely not his most beloved movie. And <laughs> most people, I think, would have the same reaction that you did when I told you that it was my favorite movie. We were like, what? What are you talking about? You know, but 
um, it is, and I, I, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You, you didn't want to do. You don't mess with Zohan. I, I like I like that movie too. You know, like I, said, I don't have a problem with Adam Sandler at all. I think yeah. he's falling victim to the idea that he made such stellar movies yeah. in the '90s and early 2000s. Well, the other thing I would say is, uh, again, we were talking about kind of difference between genres. Like comedy changes faster yes. and more often than anything else. Like, yeah, there's like things that are classically funny, but like as far as when you're talking about commercial cinema, yeah. Um, it's it's it, it switches like every couple of years you know what i mean like as far as what kind of movies people want to see what kind of movie studios want to make and in like completely different ways too like as far as what we're going to make fun of you know is it going to be immature is it going to be political is it going to be you know what i mean yeah. and there's just like it's it's a tumultuous uh, ocean of waves that you have to ride in order to be successful over an extended period of time. You know, we had SNL when we had Sandler and Farley, and yeah. you know, what I mean, that was like kind of stupid comedy, and they came out of that and made stupid movies, and it was funny. But then, like, I think people started kind of want something a little more highbrow, you know, and but then something else comes back and hits that off the side. So I think it's, it com we talked about it, I think in the last podcast that we did, yeah. comedy is the hardest thing to do. Yes. So to even have that run of success is pretty amazing. Well, I mean, I think it, before I get into my number one, I think it's part of it is that also that like Adam Sandler's a stand-up comedian um, and his translation to screen worked in the 90s. Uh, and it works. Like I said, it still works. People, his movies, the reason why he's getting millions of dollars of Netflix is because he's selling the, he's not like, they're not just throwing money at him because it's Adam Sandler. Right. Yeah. His movies are obviously doing well. If they weren't, then he wouldn't be getting contracts from, from um, Netflix and such. Right. Um, but it's just like, you know, I think that Jerry Seinfeld's only good thing he ever could have done on TV was Seinfeld. Like right. he's not like, it just didn't translate. I think right. Kevin Hart is the wealthiest comedian in the history of comedy. 99.9% .9 of his movies are horrible. His yeah. it, it doesn't translate to screen well. And right. and so there's a lot of that aspect that comedy is hard and it's even harder if you're already a stand-up comedian to just jump into it thinking that you can just put your comedy into right. the thing unless you made a movie specifically based on your stand-up routine. <laughs> like if right. you had a stand-up routine that was great and you animated it and went along with it, right. then it might sell well. Yeah, yeah. But so it's for him to come out and also have someone who's I mean, two years from now will be 30 years from when um coneheads came out wow. so you're telling me you want someone to have a 30 year successful of all those movies to be 100 great it's not right. gonna happen yeah, no yeah. unless you made a movie unless he decided to write and make all those movies in the first 10 15 years that he did over that 30 year span right then it's a different story but he's made i don't know i can't this is only a top 10 list or this is only like a just for 40 or 50 movies here yeah. um you have to think that they're not all going to be good there's some fun right. ones pixels I love yeah. pixels. Yeah, your your place That's should have some new pixels. You should have pixels on replay in that place because you got video yeah, games there for sure. <laughs> um, I, so I, I've said this like twelve times this podcast, but I watched that pretty recently too. Somebody came into the theater and rented it on Prime, so I went home and watched it afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Pixels, love it. I love pixels. I loved. I mean, Grown Ups was fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's also a voice in Hotel Transylvania, which is a you know yep. fun kids movie and. Uh, you know, the remake of Longest Yard wasn't bad. And I mentioned Click. I, I think Click was fun. Yeah. I think the idea as a parent, too, 
like right. knowing that like, yes, other times that your kids were tra- doing a temper tantrum, you wish you could fast forward it, but not, oops, right. you hit the button too far and he's a teenager. Right. Yeah, That's yeah, like, yeah. it's funny, but it's also like, you want to, you want to be sad for the person. <laughs> like it's the same thing. Right. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's great. I think, and he's funny and as a funny person and he's down to earth. Right. Like the dude wears gym shorts and a t-shirt on Letterman. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. ever dress up for anything. He's going to yeah. accept an award. And he's wearing a gym shorts and a t-shirt. Right. But, you know, by all reports, like a great guy and, you know, brought his friends with him too, to do all this. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about grandma's boy. Like that's yeah. like filled with just his, his buddies, you know. And he could have been in that, but he probably said, nah, yeah. I'm all set. Yeah. But, okay. I'll do my number one. You ready? I am. 1980. Ooh. So what's awesome about this too is, and I'm glad you didn't do it too, but I, there wasn't a lot of intersection. So before I get into my number one, there's not a lot of intersection, which I wanted to make a point out too, is that Deadpool is freaking hilarious. Right. I think for what it is in a, uh, a superhero movie, Thor Ragnarok, hilarious. Yep. I think uh, Christmas Vacation, hilarious. Yep. Oh yeah. There's a lot of great comedies that also yep. are in other genres. And I, right. we didn't talk about this ahead of time and I'm glad we didn't because it didn't end up coming down to that. But it's like, there's certain movies I feel like should pull in. You should take their hierarchy of, of um, genres and keep right. them in their top one. So like Deadpool and Ragnarok are funny, but they're superhero movies, right. uh, you know, and, and Christmas Vacation, Elf, and, and you know, those are Christmas movies. And so like, right. there's these small things that like there's certain ones that can transcend their own um, yep. top genre, but I For feel like sure. there's certain ones that have to be that way. So yep. that's why I, the list is the way it lists. I think there's some ones like Christmas vacation could end up on the top 10 list for me. Right. I had it on that. my first draft, but yep. then I was like, I talked about it so much during Christmas movie podcast. <laughs> like, and that's, then that could be yeah. easily done. Again, these aren't yeah. like set in stone either. This is not like one of those sure. things where like, you know, but so speaking of Christmas vacation and yeah. that is it's Caddyshack. So yeah. Chevy Chase, uh, Bill Murray, uh, Harold Ramis directed it. Um, we got Roddy Dangerfield in there. Um, I like sports movies. I grew up a, like a, a sports fan. So the sports movie part of it really has something to do with it. And that's why I like basketball is on my you know yeah. uh, honorable mentions. Um, but there's something about that movie and, and being on a civilized golf course. I think that's part of the reason why that movie is so funny to me. It's like yeah. a golf course where you're supposed to be like anyone you, you feel bad farting on a golf course. I mean, right. we, we went to the golf course in Orrington for my bachelor party. And it's like, it's, you just feel bad. Like you crack a can open, you're like, Oh, someone's going to hear me. And they're not, they're going to be putting. <laughs> and, and the shit that goes on in that movie uh, yeah. is hilarious. And Bill Murray, again, he wasn't the star actor of this movie. Right. He had such a memorable part of this movie that you want to remember forever. And his, he's just batshit crazy and yeah. trying to kill these gophers. And um, the music was great in it. And the actors were great in it. And the storyline's fun. Um, again, a movie that I get to throw on. You can either pay attention to it or listen to the quotes in the background. Um, yeah. But to me, it became that the epitome of a 1980s uh, comedy is something like Caddyshack um, that... I don't think would be something that, it lands today, but I don't think they something they could make today right. in the same style and, and do successful. Cause I feel like if they made yeah. that movie today, they'd go way more raunchy. And again, right. I feel like there's something, something about that, the, the funny comedy, but cleaner comedy, but still not yeah. clean. It's still right. dirty, but it's yeah. just funny. I, I, Caddyshack to me uh, will be my, one of my favorite movies to ever watch all, of all time, uh, which I didn't realize till last night that uh, Taylor actually hadn't seen. Um, so it probably will be watched tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah caddyshack man yeah uh that is a bulletproof number one i mean i you know 
again, that's like one of those things where, you know, depending on how you write your list, yes. you know what I mean? Like it, it, it would be in contention for my number one all time if I'm making a, a objective list. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? It just wasn't, I mean, I saw it a lot, you know, when I was a kid and yeah. I've watched it as an adult, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, and that's, that's kind of thing is I thought about Caddyshack, you know, I thought about Spaceballs, I thought about, I mean, you could kind of consider, you know, Princess Bride, yep. you know what I mean? Things I grew up with. And then um, all the Will Ferrell movies, you know what I mean? Well, maybe not all of them, all but, of them, but yeah. a lot of them, you know, Anchorman, you know, like amazing. Dodgeball. You know I mean? But that was one of those ones that for me got played out because it was just like too much cultural. Yeah. yeah. Like and if you look like, at it, like lived in the world for way too long for me. Well, if you look at your list, I mean, uh... Little, little Nicky, you have so Adam Sandler's not the same actor in every movie he's in. He is right. similar, but he's not the exact same yeah. in every one of them. So that's yeah. that. Half baked, again, one of a kind. I mean, the only yeah. one that's really similar to that is like kind of like how high. Um, yeah. But like Grandma's Boy, again, my point would be is that with the problem with uh, someone like Will Ferrell in his movies, there's, he's basically the same thing in everything. Yeah. And so, like, to me, it's like, how do you yeah. pick which one is the funniest then? And how do you pick, you know, I just feel like it's just like they're just pressing copy, paste, copy, paste, right. changing the story yeah, up yeah. a little bit and then and selling yeah. that. So, yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah, Airplane, uh, right. again, uh, Naked Gun, uh, those yep. movies from the 90s, Super Gun. Troopers. I was, I was a big fan of Police Academy films when yep. I was a kid. Yep. Which is funny because um, it's also the space balls when he does right. the radar thing and he's making the noise that guy from police academy yep. is making the Michael noise uh, yep. yep uh team america i've said super troopers we mentioned um ace yep. ventura i, I yep. know those two movies i honestly yep. think that i picked dumb and dumber but ace ventura uh pet detective and ace ventura two might be his two of his favorite funniest movies he's ever oh made. yeah absolutely um groundhog day classic yep. uh yeah, Murray. Uh, and then lastly so, yeah. before i printed this list i lastly put on there zombie land yeah it's, I think that is in that same category as Shaun of the Dead, where the aspect of, of, of a post-apocalyptic funny movie. Right. Uh, and I think they hit a home run with Zombieland Double Tap. That's, I think Double Tap yeah. is great, too. I mean, it, it, but, Yeah, it was good. Um, those things. But if you look at it, I mean, I don't know what years all yours are made. None of our movies are made in the past five no. or six years. No. There hasn't yeah, I think been my, a... my newest movies are Tim and Eric and Tenacious D. Yep. And those, those are probably 10 years, well... Tim and Eric's old newer, but Tenacious yeah. D is like 10 years old by now. Yeah. And Hot Rod is 07. And, you know, Grandma's Play was 06. And White Castle was 04. So it's like, it, it's there. What I mentioned at the top of this was it's, it's harder to make a comedy now. I feel like they do, yeah. they try too hard. Um, yeah. And I don't think things like the 80s comedies, like I mentioned, the joke after joke after joke, would land as well now with right. the current audience. And I think that um, they have to go, I don't know super freaking raunchy which is what they've done with the kevin smith's time with some of this stuff too yeah. like yeah. his clerks is not nearly as raunchy as like jay and silent bob's reboot or something like that right. like there's definitely yeah, these sure. things that and we were watching um the league have you seen the league oh, xx yeah a couple so times it's funny like it was so funny we were watching the show i've never seen the show taylor had seen like the first couple seasons it's a freaking hilarious show but it's like there's times yeah. in it i'm just like eating dinner while i'm watching yeah. I'm, like oh god what the hell right. is going on so then we switched over to like okay let's watch a comedy now that's probably it's made for cbs which puts right. big bang theory it's a little less <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but it's like they try to push that boundary of funny is gross or right. funny is super sexual and it's like 
there is this mixture where I think grandma's boy hits it. Yeah. It's raunchy, but it's also fun. Like it's just, there's a storyline to it. You're not just trying to um, shock. Yeah. The shock factor is not there. It's not the Marilyn Manson factor. With right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only other one that I would mention uh, also was like actually on my list about five minutes before we started is Borat. Yeah. Um, you know, but it was another one of those that just like, I heard that voice from everybody. There's a really, I don't remember, I think it was, a, I think it was Nick Swartzen, his TV show. He yeah. did a skit where he had all these people and they're like in the hospital, like in a mental hospital, but their whole problem is that they like basically are stuck doing Austin Powers voice or <laughs> Borat's voice. And like, so they're like in physical therapy trying to like stop making Borat voice. And it's just, it's hilarious. So, but uh, I thought I just actually put on Borat the other night after work uh, for the boys. And uh, it's just uh, really genius. You know, I, I kind of like the political stuff too, you know? So it's, um, it's a, I feel like it's in a category. The second one's really good. Comedy. It's like, it's in a category of its own almost like, yeah because the style it's made in the style it's shot in the idea that it's like some of the people they interview for at, at the beginning don't understand that it's actually a fake movie and right. that kind of aspect of it so there's a little bit more prankster yep. part of it yep. that i think yep. is pretty cool too but absolutely um but yeah i, I again you can go on and on just talk about yeah. funny movies there's just funny movies on funny movies on right. funny movies so we talked about the top top 20 favorite movies of 2010 to 2020 okay number one is mcgruber according to this list on uh, okay number two is pop star never stop stopping have you watched that i it is a funny movie i i will say <laughs> it's a funny movie that would be this this that would be the 2010s yeah. version of this is spinal tap right for sure i love uh, that yeah number three is the epitome of what we talked about bridesmaids yeah bridesmaids movie is about bridesmaids isn't that weird right yeah <laughs> Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel at number four, uh, Paddington Two at number seven, uh, uh, five, Lady Bird at number six, okay. the, the Nice Guys, uh, number seven. What we do in the shadows, okay. Um, yeah, that almost made my list actually. Yeah. The Lego Movie, The World's End, um, again That's same actors that are in Shaun yeah. of the Dead. Yep. Uh, but the other one I thought about that I, I honestly wanted to put in my list and I didn't even put in my honorable mention that I saw on this list afterwards is this is the end. Yeah. Like yeah. That, the, 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 the creation of a movie around actors that are real, that they're playing themselves and right. the world ends and yep. it, it, it's freaking hilarious. So and I'm, I'm a fan of all of those people uh, when yep. it comes to them being together yeah um, too so uh, yep that's another one that i would put in that category of like i could watch that movie over and over and over again mm -hmm. and again this should probably show bad top 20 for us because <laughs> there's like a bunch i feel really bad about leaving out including that one well they're all asterisked at number 11 all of those movies we just mentioned exactly are to number 11 for uh, yeah. the list so why don't you read your top 10 i'll read my top sure. 10 so we can wrap this thing up and uh so yeah. people won't get bored with this uh, number 10, Hamlet 2. Uh, number 9, Hot Rod. Number 8 was Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie. Number 7, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Number 6, How High. Number 5, Zoolander. Number 4, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Number 3, Grandma's Boy. Number 2, Half-Baked. And number 1, Cinema Classic, Little Nicky. 
Uh, number 10, Grandma's Boy. Number nine, Dumb and Dumber. Number eight, Shaun of the Dead. Number seven, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Number six, Office Space. Number five, This is Spinal Tap. Number four, Spaceballs. Number three, Clerks. Number two, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Number one, Caddyshack. And number zero, all of the other movies we mentioned. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, it's still zero or 11, 11. Yeah. So this one, one, this one goes to 11. Yeah. 11. Why not just make 10, 10 louder? Because this one goes to 11. <laughs> the best thing about that whole This is Spinal Tap scene is explaining it to some, explaining anything to anyone ever. Right. About trying to get it through to them, how something works. And like, but why would you do that? It goes to this. Right. It's like, oh. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's great. I think uh, maybe we laughed a lot. Um, yeah. I feel like this is a good list. I think. Uh, it's fun. I like yeah. uh, that the fact that Grandma's Boy was the only one we had on the same list, but it also makes yep. it so we had a top 20 list, basically a top 19 list, 18 list, right. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. We um, had a lot of commonality on the outskirts. Mm -hmm. or, it's it's know, hard. A lot, of movies, a lot of movies that you picked that I could have easily picked. You know what I mean? Well, I think a lot of these companies, Collider, for an example, that list I read off uh, a bunch of movies off of, um, they didn't create that. They put a voting out there and they put it out there. Right. So if we were to say, Here's our 40 movies. Pick our top 10. Right. I, I guarantee it would be a lot different than this oh, uh, yeah. because we're relying on other people to vote on the top 10 uh, yeah. on that. So when you're trying to pick it yourself and trying to be somewhat objective, but also like, no, I freaking love this movie and put it in the list. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. But going, that's a weird selection. It's it's yeah. it's a hard, it's, a, it's not easy. I'll tell you that much. No, it is not. So, but Queen we're, City we're Cinema Club. We're working hard here. You can watch all these, right? You have all these at Queen City Cinema Club. Yeah, You can get much. them at least. Uh, I think I have everything on your list. I know I have everything on mine. Um, and hopefully they'll make a really good comedy here, Priest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, again, there's nothing bad about any of the movies that have come out recently. I just feel like it hasn't yeah. been one of those ones. It's like, there's definitely movies that have come out in the past 10 years that have catapulted into top 15 lists for me. Yeah. Um, but just comedies, I don't think are. I think it's when you mentioned it's hard to make comedy. So Yeah, uh, it's really hard. You have to hit all I, the... Uh, I, I still I'm, I'm still like stuck on this whole thing about naming movies just like what you know because i was just i just saw a bunch more of like fist fight uh let's be cops let's let's go to prison you know what i mean like it's just yeah tag i don't know, I don't know why it bothers me so much tag uh basketball <laughs> yeah yeah it's I true guess, yeah i guess it's kind of you know well it's just the same thing when someone says the name of the movie in the movie right <laughs> what we right. watch uh what was I watching the other day? That happened. Some we watched. We were watching something the other day, and it said the same thing. It was like in the movie. Oh, um, for all mankind. Yeah. In the TV show, he's like, "We're doing this for all mankind." I'm like, "God damn it! That's the name of the show. You can't say." <laughs> Obviously, they had to for that because it's a space right. program TV show. Yeah, but yeah. I was just like, "Ah, you went an entire season without saying, and now you're saying in the second season, you dingus." Yeah. <laughs> but sweet, oh, I got to cool. put lotion on. Yeah, how's it healing? It's healing great, man. Jay does yeah. a great job. Looks good clean it's not yep. following tattoo rules because the face is facing out but i wanted him to do that so yep. supposedly it's supposed to face in i don't know yeah but i got another one in two months i'm deciding on either in this filling space here or on the other arm yeah um but we'll see yeah we'll see yeah, i got two but. scheduled and getting get my chest done cool. next oh there you go yeah Great, perfect time right for the summer so you can uh take right. your shirt off yep Something like that. Probably not. <laughs> I I have aged uh, quite rapidly over the last 
year or so. Oh, really? I feel like all of us have. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride, man. It has, and we're we're not over yet, but we're getting there. So, yeah, Queen City absolutely. Cinema Club, Main Street, Bangor. You can find them online, QueenCityCinemaClub.com, Facebook, Instagram, all the good things online. Um, you're not renting online yet, right? You still have to call. Uh, you can, like, can you like rent a theater? Yeah. You have to call to rent a theater, right? No, you can call me and email me. Okay, Facebook, Instagram, smoke signals, mm-hmm. swing by. Whatever works. Yep. You still Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday through Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four to ten, uh, Saturday, twelve to ten, Sunday, twelve to seven. We'll be looking at extending hours at some point, but I'm, you know, I'm in no rush. We're doing we're doing well with what we got, and you know, we're still not out of this thing. So, no. And the other thing is, you don't want to you don't want to extend hours and then just be sitting here for two extra hours when you could be at home for no reason. You know, and that's I think a lot of people are still staying home. At OBC is the idea that we're going to open back up. I think we're going to start with Thursday through Sunday um, just to get our fee in so we don't have to like worry about yep. expanding staff because we're just going to work with the staff we have. Yep. Um, eventually adding Wednesday, but I think OBC and Orno will never be open on Monday and Tuesday again. I just don't think we're going to – it's right. not worth it to us. We had yep. two slow days a week every single week for the entire year. So yep. let's move those two slow days to the days that we're not open and hope everybody comes the rest right. of the days and, and work for towards sure. that. So. Yep. Um, but we're going to be doing some more staff outing things at some point once things get more normal. So yep. I know for a fact, uh, we might be contacting you about coming out to your spot too at some Sounds point good. doing a private rental. Cause uh, we think that Queen City Cinema Club is the place to be one Sweet. of the best pizza places in Bangor, supposedly according to Bangor Daily News. Top 32. <laughs> uh, but. We, drove, we drove by uh margin street the other day. Uh, we actually went to Taco Rita, um, but Hunter was like, is OBC open? Are we going to OBC? Like, eh, not yet. But, not yet. You know, we'll we're be there, there. Since, as soon as you are. Yeah, we're getting there. We'll, we'll have some more news on that coming out soon. It's just uh, trying to figure out the last things. I mean, yesterday was the original last. We're, we're recording this on a Monday. So this past yeah. Sunday was the last day that originally you were supposed to get uh, unemployment benefits. So we were working with that and the PPP loans yeah. and all that stuff, trying to make sure our employees are taken care of. So uh, there's a lot that goes into this. But I was like, someone asked me the other day, like, are you happy to be open? I'm like, yeah. 2020 has been a stressful year for a lot of things. And one of the things I had to do with is that like, I had to have two grand openings again. Like this is right. the second grand opening I'm going to have or third. Right. We had the grand opening a couple of years ago, obviously. Then we had the grand opening in July for our patio and opening back up to the public again. Then we shut down. Now I have to do it again. And right. so it's like planning everything menu wise, you know, staffing wise, scheduling wise. Um, let's just, get this shit under control so we don't have to do this again in the future right. i'm just tired of it yep. i just want to be open <laughs> normal business yep. for real so, i'm uh but, i've got mask fatigue so yep everything i think it's Finally. just everybody has yeah i mean i was you know I'm, i mean i'm still good at it you know yes i do it you i do it want good, to but i and i was like actually like able you know able and willing for a long time and i'm just i'm done with them <laughs> so tired of it well, well i take it off at the end of the night i mean yeah. part of it's because i'm working now as yeah. opposed to just like you know going to the grocery store once a week you know what i mean but now i'm working 13 hours with it on i'm i'm ready for you know things to get back to normal i think the, you know, leave it at this too i think the um the mass fatigue for me has been like i was wanting to a year ago to make right. sure we can get this done and over with. Right. And then a bunch of people didn't follow the rules and right. it caused it to go spiral out of control. 
So now I'm like, I'm doing it because I have to, um, because the rules are there and I want to still be safe, but I don't want to anymore. Whereas back in March and April, I wanted to, to do my part. Now it's like, I don't want to anymore because someone else didn't follow the rules like (laughs) I did. And now we're all dealing with the repercussion of it. So, um, but come out, be safe. Josh's place is open. OBC will be open pretty soon. Um, you're on main street in Bangor, queen city, cinema club.com. Find them on Facebook, on Instagram and all that stuff. Sweet. Another list done. We'll, we'll see uh, Josh at some point. We actually might record ours earlier than normal because I might get yours in to schedule it so that it's uh, out when I have the baby, but we'll figure it out. There might be one more in between this, but um, we'll talk. We'll figure out a list. Maybe this time we'll do, these are 50 movies, put 10 of them in a list or something like that. 10 movies with babies in them. (laughs) I also thought a cool one, and I mentioned it to top 10 uh memorable moments or something like that from cool. uh, like you know top 10 you know mo- moments that make you think like we talked about like quotable things yeah, like yeah. top 10 things that are and it could you know in comedies or in dramas or whatever but it could be like specific moments from tv and it could be ones that like are tv from our uh, movies they right. could overlap a little bit like if you mention something that's like in the same movie but i don't know we'll figure it out i think that'd be kind of yeah, cool yeah. too like top 10 or um i mentioned doing a music one where it's like top 10 um soundtracks or soundtracks but not even soundtracks but like themes or songs yeah. that make you yeah. think of the movie in a sense like sure. memorable songs like yep. if you played the star wars theme song would you remember yep. the movie because of that or what movie yeah. makes you think of it or something like that so yeah. we'll figure, we've it. Done, we'll figure yeah, it out we've done some genre stuff so we can start breaking it up and getting some more yeah. specific kind of weird stuff in there sweet man yeah, well absolutely. i appreciate it right back at you